Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything that you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that's going to effortless unite your in-person and online sales into just one source of truth. You're going to be able to track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. You could connect with customers inline and online. And Shopify, it's going to help you drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns. So we're talking about TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point of sale system, or you can use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for battle tested solutions. Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. I say do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash headspace. That's all lowercase. So you're going to go to shopify.com slash headspace to take your retail business to the next level today. I'm going to say it one more time. Shopify.com slash headspace. Hi, welcome to the Sunday Scaries. I'm Dora, and today I want to talk about a familiar feeling, being stuck. Now, I've mentioned this before, but if you're new to the show, then this is some useful information about me. Before I became a meditation and mindfulness teacher... I was a psychiatric nurse, and I wasn't too thrilled with my job. I had spent so much time working to become a nurse and fantasizing all about the change I would make to revolutionize the mental health care system that once reality hit and I realized it wasn't what I was expecting, I felt completely stuck. And at the time, I didn't know that there were other options available for me. I had bills to pay, loans to pay, and I didn't see an alternative kind of work that would be lucrative enough to take care of all of my financial responsibilities. Eventually, I found the light at the end of the tunnel and was able to do what I do now. But that feeling of being stuck lasted a while, months, years. Sunday would arrive and I'd suddenly feel so helpless, thinking about walking into work the next day like I was trapped in the tiniest cage and couldn't see a way out. I found myself complaining about work all the time and feeling resentful towards it, especially on Sundays. If these feelings sound familiar to you, I want you to know that it's okay to feel resentful. Our feelings are valid. They're a sign that we need something. We just need to figure out what that something is. I also want to mention that not every nurse or caregiver feels this way. But anything involving keeping other people healthy and alive is a huge responsibility. And if you aren't completely passionate about it, it can leave you feeling really drained and emotionally spent. Other situations can do this too. 
Maybe you're the only source of income for your family. Maybe you're caring for an elderly parent with medical bills. There are all sorts of reasons people stay in jobs or situations that they don't like. But there is a way to define life on your own terms, even if you have to take one small step at a time. So how do you find the path? How do you separate yourself from the thing that's making you feel stuck? The biggest thing that helped me was changing my perspective about certain things. Asking myself, how can I make this better? Even marginally better. Like 0.1% better. How can I choose to see the good in this situation? Before answering this question, though, I want to clarify one thing. There's changing your perspective, and then there's toxic positivity. Toxic positivity often entails seeing the bright side of things, even in a really terrible situation. And the pressure to maintain this positive mindset can have detrimental effects on a person, like minimizing any emotion other than happiness and making you feel guilt or shame for feeling sad. When changing your perspective, you're not ignoring anything or minimizing any emotions. You're acknowledging the reality of what is there accepting it for what it is, and then changing the channel. For example, if you spend all day inside an office, planning to take a 10-minute walk outside is something to look forward to and create space between you and the grind, instead of being stuck in an endless loop of work. And it doesn't mean that you have to be happy for the rest of the day. It just means you get to enjoy a walk and that bit of enjoyment could make the rest of the day a little better and offer a little change in perspective. Another way to do this is to provide yourself with a feeling of pleasure or joy at certain times of the day. For me, that often meant grabbing my favorite coffee from Starbucks in the morning, or making my favorite overnight oats the night before work. Like a walk, you can create little treats to look forward to, food-related or not, and that can help cultivate joy. Therapy can also be helpful, Talking through these feelings with a professional can spark a new sense of perspective and give you personalized tools to cope with a difficult situation. And last but not least, you can shift your perspective by practicing gratitude. Now, I know that practicing gratitude may sound a bit like toxic positivity, but hear me out. First, it's important to know that we shouldn't force gratitude that could just leave us feeling more resentful. One way to practice authentic gratitude is through storytelling. You can think about a time when you received gratitude from someone else at your job. For me, there were a few times I had received thanks from my patients or colleagues. I reflected on that, and it helped me to feel gratitude for where I was. Remembering moments of warmth and kindness like this can help create a new sense of perspective. It's also just really nice to remember something that sparks feelings of gratitude. So let's try this now. Wherever you are, take a moment to sit upright, placing both feet on the floor and relaxing your shoulders. And then taking some nice, big, deep breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth. 
breathing slowly and deeply. Now, thinking about the week ahead. And maybe you know what's on the schedule or things are a bit uncertain. What can you choose to be grateful for in this moment? Gratitude can help us move through those feelings of stuckness with a bit more fluidity. Opening doors where we once saw dead ends. And just breathing in this sense of gratitude for whatever it was. Feeling this sensation in the body and sending it outwards to anyone else who's also feeling stuck in this moment. And when you're ready, slowly and gently opening your eyes. As always, feel free to come back to this meditation anytime you need to feel unstuck or just want a short gratitude practice. And before we go, I want to remind you to be gentle with yourself. If you feel stuck, know that it takes time to make the changes that need to happen in order to start feeling unstuck. And that it's okay not to feel positive all the time. But if we can create things to look forward to or cultivate gratitude in something small on a regular basis, then that feeling of joy will become a practice and eventually feel like second nature. But if we can create things to look forward to or cultivate gratitude in something small on a regular basis, then that feeling of joy will become a practice and eventually feel like second nature. Thank you so much for taking time to check in with yourself. Have a wonderful week, and I'll see you here next time, where I'll talk about how to deal with feedback. Until then, take really good care. <laughs> <laughs>